Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is The Real Movies Podcast. We don't have Frankie here. We do not. Is he still... Good night. (laughs) Is Um, Is he still in Texas? He's back, but he has band practice. Practicing that band? Practicing his band. Rock band. That is. What does a, a rock and roll band practice? Uh, That's a different podcast. Okay. Air flips. Uh, so. be metal. Dan, you enjoy talking about movies, right? Yeah. Most days. Yeah. Because like uh, it's been a really long time since we've <laughs> done a real movies podcast. It's true. This time it's not my fault. No, no, it's not your fault. It really isn't. I'm just. As far as editing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I haven't given I haven't given you any content, and so I'm sorry for that. How dare you? Um, where you at uh, for movies this year? Where am I at? Uh, I have to. Mm, I might have to add a couple. Let's see. Uh, but let me see. I'm at three hundred and. Um, this is Letterboxd, by the way. Please go to Letterbox.com/slash/TheRealBennyC. To find yeah, the list. 341 on Letterbox. Okay. I I believe that. I don't think that's yeah. I think I'm I think I'm at more, but Yeah, that that passes me last year. Yeah. I did three forty last year, I'm at two fifty one this year. There's still time. Which yeah, I mean for not trying to like watch as many movies as I possibly could. It's not bad. Yeah. That means that I literally only watched Currently, 90 more movies last year when I was, like, trying to watch as many as I possibly could. Do you remember, like, what, at what, when you crossed the 100, or the 300 movie mark? Or when you would have watched 300? Um, it was probably around this time, November, I'd yeah. say. Um, maybe earlier. I don't mm-hmm. know. I know I waited for a long time, because me and Frankie were going to watch 300 together. He was yeah. quite a ways behind me. Um, so I eventually just gave up on him because I didn't think he was going to get to 300 at all. That sucks. The last one you have logged is The Disaster August. Uh, when did I see that? Last Thursday. Um, I'm trying to think of if I watched anything. I don't think I did. I don't think I watched anything over the weekend. I think Disaster Artist was the only movie I would have watched. Um yes. It's not a bad run, though. Uh, Star Wars is coming out the week of this recording. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I was starting to watch Empire on Friday night, and I didn't, I fell asleep, and then <laughs> basically on Saturday and Sunday, I just, I was off doing other stuff, and I couldn't, yeah. I didn't have time. And uh, then I was like, well, I just need to watch The Force Awakens, I guess, and then I'll be okay. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And so I'm kind of just... In the middle of that, yeah. um, I'm but, do you have your tickets for Last Jedi? I don't yet. I think I'm gonna wait until like Monday or Tuesday. I'm uh, I do not have tickets either. Yeah, I'm gonna risk it with Movie Pass on Thursday. Really? Yep. I've been checking the times and like there's still a few seats <laughs> left, and they're all like singular seats. I was so. gonna say you might be in the front row. <clears throat> yeah, that's all right. Uh, and you and you can only do like the 2D version. Hey, perfect. you can only do the yep. 2D version. Can't stand 3D. I don't know what we would do with 3Ds. I think 2 is perfectly fine. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Um, So that's exciting. Star Wars is coming. uh, Yeah. I know. uh, I think on the last, which this might be released before that does, the last limited addiction, I think we made predictions. Did you really? Um, I was going to say I haven't heard that yet. But uh, yeah, it definitely hasn't been released yet. I think we did. I don't know. I might just be imagining the whole thing. Could be. But I feel like I was just like, I think stuff will happen. <laughs> I think the only real prediction I had was that Chewbacca dies. Okay. Um. Yeah, I look forward to listening to that. Uh. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, it's going to be. I'm interested to see what, who the good and bad are. Yeah, because the because the marketing kind of is you know leading leading us to believe that a lot of people may be on both sides. Yeah, I think that was Frankie's so. prediction that the reason Luke like went into hiding is because he like found like a 
quote unquote gray side. Yeah. Um, to where there wasn't like a perfect good or perfect evil, and that terrified him. So yeah. he went into hiding, and like that's where Ray and Kylo are gonna like actually. That makes end sense. up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we'll. Uh, I should have a real shorts for that. Yeah. Um. Big one. Yeah. Uh. Hopefully, have it out in time for people to get. Should have like twelve real shorts. Any of your friends that go see it, just have them send you like a clip. <laughs> That's actually not that a bad. Was pretty idea. good. Um. So, but there's just been a whole lot of really huge news since we've last uh, talked on the podcast. Yes, uh, starting with something near and dear to your heart, Dan. Uh, Entertainment Weekly had the first look. Oh at, yes, I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly had the first look at uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, uh, um, last week. Yeah, I lost your uh, list of notes. Um, I pulled it up because I switched phones this week, and like, oh, yeah? it's weird. Like your text up until when you text me the Halloween theme song switched over, mm-hmm. and there's this massive gap until today where you text me. <laughs> really? So, like, I don't know why. Like the rest of your text didn't come over. That's weird. But, but yeah, Dark Phoenix. Um, I mean, it's just an image. So yeah, you know, it's pretty cool though. Good Photoshop job, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, it, it looks cool. Photoshop job. Um, definitely excited for that. The yeah. newer movies seem to be better than <laughs> they have been. You know? Yeah, so like the direction, I would tend to agree. I think that was probably the best thing about Apocalypse was the yeah. Jean Grey, like that whole little it was who Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Nightcrawler. Yeah, um, and Sophie Turner's good for it too. So, yeah, it'll be, I think she'll be exciting to see. Yeah, it's gonna be good to see. Um, and hopefully, if uh, Marvel and Fox do come to an agreement, that doesn't ruin it. Yeah, like because I, I mean, because it's Marvel, I could see them being like. Just like they do with Spider-Man, like, all right, scrapping it all, starting fresh. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, one of the other big developments that ha- that's happened since we've been yeah. on the show, is that uh, Disney's looking like they're going to buy 20th Century Fox, which, which would essentially pull all the Marvel characters under the Disney banner. Yeah, uh, should be cool. So, in theory, we could get, you know, the after Avengers 4 is allegedly when the whole thing is going to be... Reset. Reset. Yeah. Uh... And so potentially we'll have, you know, X-Men versus Avengers. and Yeah, it'd be, you could do some, uh, I just hope if it does happen, I mean, I like, like I said, I like the casting for Apocalypse, you know, all these yeah. younger kids. Um, good choice of starting young, not as like middle-aged adults. Right. But I just hope if they do start over, just take the content you already have. <laughs> And like, and just make it canon somehow. Yeah, make like it all work. You do three movies from X Men One to um, the reprints. Mm-hmm. Like that's a trilogy. There, you do another trilogy starting with Giant Size X Men, where you get like Colossus and Storm and all Wolverine, the ones we all know and love. And then you just keep building off of that. Like you yeah. don't need to make up new stories or new characters or rewrite the history and make younger brothers older. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, that's why I hate The Walking Dead. Yeah. You've got, which I mean, I know it's live people versus comics, so you can't like Mm -hmm. worry about contracts and people growing old and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You got the content. Just use it. Right. Um, A lot of people speculating, too, on what a potential future of the Deadpool brand might look like if Disney were to take it over. True. Yeah, I know um, not movies, but American Horror Story. A lot of people are worried that Disney will pull that, even though, like, as far as FX is concerned, it's a top-billing show, right. but compared to, like, Walking Dead or uh, Game of Thrones or something, it, like, is a blip on the radar, you know? Yeah, are they getting the TV, the FX network? Are they getting all the TV networks? I mean, I don't know. Or is it just the movie studio? I think I saw, like, it was the studio, the movie, sense. the movie studio and... Fox Sports, I think, and then I don't, I, I didn't see anything regarding the FF, but yeah. I could be wrong. I don't I mean, know. I just didn't read enough into it. I am worried about a monopoly stopping it from happening, though. Because yeah. I mean, if they get at Fox Sports, they've got ESPN and Fox Sports. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, but they've yeah. they've scaled back ESPN big time over the past couple of really? years because 
Um, yeah, their numbers are, haven't been great over the past couple of years, and they've had Good. to shut. They've had to shutter a lot of their like, like Grantland was a big deal. Like when they shut that blog down, uh, like two or three years ago. Um, and then they've just been kind of slowly like laying people off at ESPN mm-hmm. for a while. So, um, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with all that? But uh, I mean, yeah. in theory, it's kind of exciting in terms of you know franchise stuff. Yeah, but uh, it's just kind of it's it's scary too. <laughs> yes, it is. Disney will, in theory, control every everything. Everything that you love will be a Disney thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, without. The only real big player they wouldn't have would be Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers and Universal, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. Um, and a couple other comic book things. Um, well, speaking of X-Men, Brian Singer. You know who Brian Singer is? Yes. So he's apparently the biggest asshole in the world, like... <laughs> Is he molesting people now? Well, yeah, I mean, like, in terms of him just being, like, an is here, isn't he, like, rapist, like, he apparently got fired from the Freddie Mercury movie, like, he was directing uh, the Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, I think it was called, um, basically, I, he just, he, he, there were repeated instances of him, like, not showing up to set. Nice, I saw he got fired, but. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the guy that replaced him, they replaced him yeah. pretty quick, but it was, uh. That just sounded like a whole weird thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, Freddie Mercury can't have metal claws. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I can see him doing that. Like, all right, I all know right. this is about Freddie Mercury, but <laughs> what if we make him his own father? Boom. <laughs> Million dollar flick right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? Freddie Mercury might be into that in real life. Uh, but, um, yeah, so... Uh, I th- I think I've still got hope for it. I thought that that st- still image they released of Rami Malek as uh, Freddie Mercury looked absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, I I legitimately thought it was a picture of Freddie Mercury. I know. Yeah, so, good casting. Yeah, so um, I costume. Th- right. So that's either out, I think it's out later next year. It'll probably be poised for an Oscar run if I had to imagine. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, going back to kind of the comic book conversation we were just having, um, someone spotted what might be the very first promo art for Venom oh, at uh, Comic Con Brazil. I didn't see uh, that article. Yeah. So, it's nothing really to write home about. It's it doesn't really look totally official. Yeah. It's kind of just a like a drawing of what you know the comic book Venom to look like, with like his face kind of in the middle of like the word yeah. Venom. Um, and then it has like a 2018 or I think it's like, yeah, 2018 release date. And then there was like a big banner that had like, we are hashtag venom. I was like, that's a little strange, but uh, yeah. I don't know if I agree with that, but I'm still severely disappointed that life didn't end up being a prequel. To that would have been so cool. Like yeah. it was set up so much to be it. Like that would have been so cool. Like, I mean, no, no company would ever do that. Yeah. Like keep that big of a secret, especially for a movie, you know, but that would just be amazing if you build it as like, it's an alien thing, takes over people. I mean, know. that's, that's essentially what it was. Like if, if yeah. they had changed the alien, <clears throat> aliens color to black. Yeah. But then like no mention of Venom or anything at all. Right. Final scene of the movie, Peter Parker walking down the street and you just see it like start creeping, creeping. towards him. That'd be cool. Like that would have been amazing. Yeah, because I was going to say, even though, like, thinking back to it, I need to see that movie again, but uh, just the way it stands, I mean, who's to say it's really not? I mean, if it, yeah. in your own head canon, like, the way the movie unfolds, it could easily be a Venom prequel. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, that's supposed to come out way sooner than I expected it to. I think it's due out, like, next October. Really? Um. So they're presumably yeah, moving pretty quick. Um. And speaking of moving quick, I think, I don't have this written down, but I think the Halloween movie is filming either this month or next month. Yes. Because uh, I know that they were supposed to film in, like, October, and they pushed it to, like, January or something. Yeah. Um, and then they're, they are due out mid-October 2018. Makes sense. Uh, so definitely excited for all of that. Um, Jurassic World 2 
Fallen Kingdom. Ooh. Did you watch that trailer? Yeah. So many dinosaurs are going to die. That's what, that's what Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard have been saying and like appearances they've made so far. They're like, it has more dinosaurs than any of the other previous Jurassic yeah. Parks. The trailer, well, I saw it was like a normal trailer and then it like started another video yep. and it was just like the most dinosaurs ever. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that could be pretty cool. The trailer, I think, looks awesome. Some people are worried about, spoiler alert, that trailer having basically 75% of Dr. Malcolm's role. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and they're probably not wrong, but, um, I think it looks great. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a real fun time. Yeah. Um, I already have a problem with it though, where I'm like, no one knew about this volcano. Like the whole time. The whole time they've been built on top of a volcano. Like this and... has been going on for centuries <laughs> now, not centuries, decades. Right. And no one was like, should we be worried about that volcano? Well, I hope they'd like kind of do away with like the whole Vincent D'Onofrio, like we're going to make, we're going to turn these velociraptors into like the meanest yeah. soldiers, the super soldiers of the world. That was the worst part about Jurassic World was like yeah. that whole subplot. But um, Does the trailer give any hint on how long it's been? Since the first movie? Yeah. Since World. Uh, a year? Two years? Yeah. I feel like... I think it's I think it's real time, in theory. Like, oh, so okay. it's like two years. Yeah, because I feel like when she's talking to Chris Pratt's character, yeah, she's she like, mentions something about, like, it's been since they broke up or whatever. Right, yeah. But, so, like, in the trailer, yeah, there she insinuates that she's, like, been seeing someone else and... Yeah. Um... But yeah, I don't know. That's I uh, watched it, and then I was talking to my wife later. I was like, "Do not watch that trailer. <laughs> it will very much upset you." Yeah, I mean, uh, it does kind of give some things away, but I don't think it gave away enough where I sort of felt cheated out of. Like some yeah. of the stuff I saw this year for Spider-Man: Homecoming, I was like, "That's the movie." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's I've started only watching the first trailer. And then, That's probably a good idea. Yeah, like, I'll watch like the teaser trailer and like the yeah. first official one. But yes, because so many movies are just like, like yeah, I these agree. These days you watch a murder mystery movie a trailer and it'd be like, he's the killer. Yeah, it's this is it's the sad state of the world yeah. anymore. I'm surprised like Happy Death Day didn't like. Yeah, that's true. Show her beating up her roommate, and that's why I liked the Incredibles two bit that came out. Yeah. Probably at this point, at least two weeks ago. Um, cause it kind of reminded me of the, if you go back and you ever watch basically everything pre, like from the incredible, pre, inc- sorry. Everything from the Incredibles back. Yeah. Essentially had like a teaser, like a, a minute to a minute and a half teaser on the movie prior. So the way Pixar used to operate you probably remember was like every Thanksgiving they would come out with a movie. Yep. And so that, and then that was their schedule. They had one like every, every year, every two years. And so what they would do is they would put the trailer for the next movie ahead of that year's movie. So like, I remember watching monsters Inc and they had the trailer for finding Nemo and finding Nemo didn't come out for at least another year. Yeah. Um, but it was always like a, like some sort of funny bit, that wasn't even always. Ne- I think. Yeah, I think Finding Nemo's might have been in the movie, but a lot of them weren't. A lot of them weren't. Yeah. Um. Like so, the one for The Incredibles. I'm sure it's on YouTube if you don't remember it, but it was like he was. It was a guy like you could clearly tell it was like kind of nostalgic with like some hoop superhero memorabilia on the walls, looking in a room kind of like the one we're in <laughs> with shit all over the walls, um, like pictures and comic strips and newspaper clippings and whatever, um, and then. It's like a, it's like a big guy and like he kind of pulls his suit open and he's like thinking he's going to go save the day and he tries to put his utility belt on. He can't get yeah, it. I remember that. Yeah. He's got the, 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 the spare tire since he's been in retirement and he gets <laughs> in an argument with his wife from across the room and then he's like, but he's like shut off and he's trying to get his suit on <laughs> to go save the world and he can't do it. And then he finally gets it on and his belt like explodes. Yeah. Um, I think in this one it was like uh the baby Jack Jack was like doing because in the Incredibles Jack Jack is kind of like a chameleon he can do like all yeah. kinds of things and absorbs like other people's powers and stuff. Um, and so like it's Jack Jack like crawling around making a mess and then like 
Mr. Incredible picks him up and tries to like deal with him, but gets kind of screwed up. And, yeah. so, and that's pretty much it. That's like all they show. Yeah. It's not something that's like, we'll probably make the movie, but yeah, it, it, it like, got me excited. Here's this year's villain. Exactly. Um, so that's cool. I'm definitely looking forward to Incredibles 2. I think that's next summer. Isn't it? Yes. June. July, June? I believe it's June. Late June. Okay. Um, gosh. I feel like there's just, there's so too much. much. Um, we don't always talk about Blu-ray news all the time, but, uh, Shout Factory has announced release dates for special edition or collector's edition Blu-rays of The Strangers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw your, uh, tweet maybe? i'm stoked for that i gotta i gotta yeah. get a pre-order in for that um and they also announced good movie. they also announced a collector's edition of uh behind the mask rise of leslie vernon did you ever see that i did not so it's kind of like a uh is it found footage it's i guess it's kind of part found footage kind of uh because it's done like a mockumentary style yeah it's basically like a like a slasher spoof Kind of like done mockumentary style. So it's like, a, so it's like a serial killer that looks up to like Jason Voorhees. Okay. And it's like, it, and it like exists in a world where guys like my, where literally Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees existed in, in the, re, in, in the world. Okay. Um, so this guy is just like a guy and he's like obsessed with these dudes. Um, and so he becomes like a serial killer, but he comes from like a line of serial killers, like in his family and they're, and, they're, it's on, I think it's on Netflix or Shutter or something. So if you yeah. haven't seen it, it's it's great because he's got there's like a part where like his dad or his grandpa like is like, oh son, you got your first final girl. That's great. And like you know they yeah. they would like walk through a lot of these tropes and it's it's really funny and it's violent and it's it's just a, it's a really interesting dissection of kind of the slasher genre. Yeah. Um. So I might have to pick that one up. Yeah. And uh, speaking of horror movies, if you still haven't for some odd reason. Not seen Sick House, friends of the show. Yes. Um, full screen's going out. They're done. What? Yeah. Um, full screen, at least their streaming service, last day is going to be January 5th. So it's still up there for free. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely recommend doing it. Um, oh. It is on iTunes. It's only six bucks. I, I, say, I, think I, I think I bought it on Vimeo. Yeah, I bought it on iTunes anyways, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you still haven't had a chance to see it, um, definitely go see it now. But yeah, yeah they sent an email out today um, saying they're not done supporting creative media, but they're finishing their streaming service. Interesting. As of January 5th. Okay. So you still got time to go see it. Yeah, and Sick House is best viewed. On it's one of the very few things... Probably the only movie I would actually wholeheartedly recommend watching on a mobile phone. Yeah. Uh, I think I tried throwing it on my TV and I couldn't do it. I was like, nope. Yeah, because it's mean, vertical. The whole thing, yeah, the whole thing is shot vertically, like for an yeah. iPhone. So I watched, it's like an hour and 10 minutes, and I just sat with earbuds in with my phone in front of me and just watched it. Yeah. And it was, it was actually, I mean, I watched you a ton and I of both stuff love it. on my phone, yeah. but yeah, I watched that like completely on my phone. It was great. Yeah. Like I, uh, that movie Unfriended. Yeah. That came out. Oh, yeah. That I watched has it. to be watched on a computer. I watched it solely on my laptop. Yeah. I, another one I was like, well, let's try this on the TV. Nope. Yep. Which is why I think it got partially got shafted in the theaters is because yeah, it didn't. I couldn't imagine watching that on a screen bigger than, you know, yeah, the laptop. Screen, yeah. yeah. Um, do you ever see Friend Request? No, I need to. I almost went to see it, uh, like a week or two after it was out, but it disappeared real quick. That's same. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, like, I was like, that's probably going to stick around for a little bit. Mm. You know, I've got time. I forget yeah. what I chose to watch instead, but then it was like gone the next day. I don't yeah. know where. Same with Suburbicon. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm mad one... about because that was in with the uh, mother where you see before you get the digital copy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like in theaters for a week. And I even wrote Regal. I was like, hey, I was planning on seeing this, but it was only in theater for a week. Yeah. You know, um, can I still get the credit? <laughs> like, to get these movies like obviously they were like uh sorry they were like no <laughs> you missed like, your chance sorry it's not our fault the movie sucked <laughs> yeah exactly i uh i actually ended up skipping that one and i'm kind of sorry that i did because i had movie pass anyway and i just i should have gone and yeah. i just uh, i ultimately decided i have movie pass but is it worth the time and so, that's yeah, kind of what i decided i was like nah. well, i've been uh 
if I ever have the time to swing by the theater on the way home, I just buy a random movie with my movie pass and Do just you? leave. Seriously? Because <laughs> I want to get like as oh, much it, it use you, out of it as possible. And plus, it gives you your points. Yeah, the credits and okay. stuff for Regal. Gotcha. But yeah. That's I, funny. Like the first couple times I did it just like blew their mind. <laughs> Because I always pick like A one if I'm going to do that. I love the I love the American assassin story you told. Yeah. On one of the previous shows. Yeah, like I pick A one because I'm like, well, I'm not going to take like the best seat if I'm not even going to watch yeah. it, you know. But yeah, now they're just like, oh hey, what movie? <laughs> <laughs> they know you but know. Yeah. Before they were just like, what do you mean? You're not going to watch it. That's like, sad. Dude. Just not watching it, man. <laughs> Come on. Uh. So. Um. Again, I know it's been a while since we've been on. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies since we <laughs> talked last. Um, I think probably going back to like Coco, yeah. <laughs> even which I saw probably at the beginning of November, um, which I thought was great. Um, you to see it. You didn't see it. No. Um, I wish I'd seen it in 3D, and I didn't. I didn't watch it in 3D. Uh, but I think just in terms of like sh- the sheer artistry on display, it's it might be Pixar's best. Yeah. Um, I really like Finding Nemo a lot in terms of like, in terms of the animation and the visual, the visuals. Um, I think it's, there are a lot of parts that look photorealistic. Um, and I guess parts of Finding Nemo kind of did too, but, um, like there's a lot of like really intricate, tiny detail in this that, um, I don't think they were on a level of doing up until recently. Yeah. Uh, which is why I was kind of blown away by Coco. And like, not only is, not only are there like backgrounds, like really specific, really sophisticated, but like, there's a lot more going on in each frame. There's yeah. a lot, there's a lot more like action that they can do. Um, and so, I don't know. I was just continually blown away by it as it went nice. on. Um, did, so. did you see it when the frozen? thing was still part of it no thank god <laughs> i got to i actually got to see it um a little bit before it came out okay. for everybody else and it didn't have the frozen thing on it yeah <laughs> which i think the frozen thing just ended it, a couple last it was weekend. like yeah after two weeks disney pulled it because people were complaining people hated about it so it. much yeah which makes me hopeful for the future yeah it's gonna be In on general. tv relatively soon i believe abc probably but yeah um so yeah, Coco, and then I just saw uh, Darkest Hour, which is the movie with Gary Oldman starring as Winston Churchill. Oh, how was um, that? That was great. Uh, uh, Gary Oldman deserves an Oscar nomination. Yeah, I don't know if he deserves the win yet, but uh, cause I don't think I've seen enough uh, of the Oscar bait type movies yeah. yet this year. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that was awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, and and you'd think like it would be a little dry, and it's really not. Like, it's just that it's it's an incredible like snapshot of history. Yeah, at a you know a really volatile time in the world, and that was uh, I think they did they did a really great job with it. And I, if any if they had gotten anybody less of an actor than Gary Oldman, I don't think it would have worked as well. Yeah, he just I Tough forgot role. I was I forgot I was watching an actor. Yeah, like he was that good. It was like the makeup and his performance was so good. It was almost like watching. Winston. Just, you know, a camera following the guy around. Good old Winston. Um, so whenever that one comes around for everybody, Darkest Hour, definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Not to be confused with The Darkest Hour, which was an Emil Hirsch sci-fi movie that came out a number of years ago about, like, a lightning storm that, like, yes. killed people. <laughs> That's why it sounded so familiar to me. <laughs> uh, how was The Disaster Artist? Man, The Disaster <laughs> Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. The Disaster Artist is great. Um, I was so bummed. I had uh, free tickets to see it, but I got the wrong date, like uh, in my head, you know. Yeah. So I missed it by a week. You missed it. wait? It's out. It Why came no? out this past Friday. I what missed. Mean you missed it by a week for free. Oh, you missed it. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the disaster artist is about uh, the making of a movie called The Room, not to be confused with Room. Yep. Starring Brie Larson. That's actually a good movie. Yes. The Room is widely considered the worst movie ever made of all time um so i will love it and for that reason it has gained uh, a massive cult following yeah since it came out in like 2003 2004 um and for you know the the months and years since it's played to sold out audiences in 
generally larger markets than where we are. Yeah. Um, like Chicago, Atlanta, New York, uh, LA, but they're always sold out every time. Um, and the guy behind it, Tommy Wiseau is almost always in attendance wherever there's a, wherever there's a screening going on. Yeah. Uh, so that's, so, so the movie, the disaster artist is based on a, based on a book written by, um, Greg Sestero, who was, um, the co-star of the room. And also I think one of the, no, I guess Tommy Wiseau wrote the room himself. Um, but it was basically a book about the experience making the movie and, um, of being friends with Tommy and, uh, Tommy's kind of like this enigmatic, mysterious, uh, man who, um, nobody knows where he's from. Uh, he says he's from New Orleans, but he talks like he's, he got an Eastern European accent, but he just tells everybody he's all American man from New Orleans (laughs) and, uh, all American guy. Uh, but he's clearly, I mean, not. They're like, "Oh, it's bullshit, Tommy. You're not from New Orleans. Where are you from?" And he never t- he no- nobody knows how old he is, and nobody knows where his money comes from. Interesting. Uh, and these are all things that they you know they bring up in the movie, and then and stuff like he didn't even like nobody from the production making the disaster artist even gleaned from him or anybody else <laughs> what the truth was. Um. So. Yeah, so James Franco uh, directed this movie, The Disaster Artist, based on Greg Sestero's book about the making of The Room. The Room. Um, and <laughs> it's just a great time. Yeah. If, especially if you've seen The Room uh, first, you'll 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 appreciate a lot of the um, Easter eggs. You'll appreciate the Easter eggs. You'll appreciate the humor. Um, just you'll get more out of it having seen the movie before. If you haven't, I wouldn't say it's totally necessary viewing uh, prior to, but if like you will want to see it immediately after watching yeah. the disaster artist, <laughs> if you haven't seen the room prior the room. Um, and like, right, like after the movie ends, but before the credits start, they do like a side by side with the scene from the movie. Yeah. From the room with a scene that they would have redone for the disaster artist. And they don't show all the scenes from the, 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 the room redone in the disaster. They show bits and pieces because they have yeah. like a scene at the premiere and stuff. Um, but there's like, there's like a, at least five whole minutes, like right before the end of the movie where they do a side by side comparison, like shot for shot. Yeah. Line for line with the two, <laughs> with the original movie and it kind of redone and it's perfect. It's wild. Um, highly recommend that one. Uh, I think we'll get to see that in a a handful of categories come Oscar time. Hmm. Um, Franco deserves something. I don't know what, uh, he got got that Marvel deal. So did he? Yep. He's going to be playing uh multiple man and then it might be a TV show. Now I think about it. I didn't hear about this, but yeah, he's going to be playing, um, multiple man in a X factor. But it's going to be more of a detective show hmm. than or movie. Is it a um, streaming? Like, is it going to be on a streaming service or is it on a network? It's a great question. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Because, like you say, they're running out of places to put these shows. <laughs> yes, they are. I've given up on just about everything outside of the Netflix. Oh man, originals. CW is doing another one in January, and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> What, is it, what are they doing? It's a uh, Black Lightning, um, which is basically like this guy was a superhero back in the day, and then uh, he retired because of his family, but then some something brings him back out. Mm. Um, yeah, it must be a movie. It's Interesting, fresh or rotten? Well, yeah, it's Rotten Tomatoes reported on it. Um, because yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't watched any of the Runaways. Runaways is really good. Is it? Yeah, um, I don't know anything about them as comics other than one of the characters. Yeah. I was thinking about giving it a shot, but I'm not sure. Um, and then I finished Punisher, which I wound up enjoying. Yeah, it wasn't a bad one. Um, and then I guess they're still doing Cloak and Dagger on Freeform, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not out yet. Yeah, I can't decide on that one. And then I think they're doing a Silver Sable 
and Black Cat something or other. I thought I read. Yeah, somewhere. I don't know if it's a movie or flick. Or a... those are Spider Man, right? Yes, that's what I thought. Okay, Spider Man villain slash lovers. Yeah. Speaking of Spider Man and trailers, I just remembered this. Uh, Sony dropped surprise uh, online the trailer for Spider Man into the into the Spider Verse. Did you see that? No. So they've been kind of gestating the idea of like an animated feature length Spider Man movie. Oh, is that the one? This is the trailer for the Spider Man animated Spider Man movie. Interest. Starring Miles Morales as Spider Man. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you need to watch it because the art style is basically, uh, dot matrix, like the, is it dot matrix? I don't know. Like, like, you know how comic books are printed as kind of like dot, yeah. dots? That's what the art is. Okay. Interesting. Um, I don't know if I like that as a movie. <laughs> no, you should see it because it kind of reminded me of like, uh, um, Disney did a short film before Wreck It Ralph called Paper Man that won an Academy Award that oh, year. Oh yes, that is so it my was like one. it was like his mind too. It was like hand drawn, but like three D. Yeah, looks like that. Okay, but like, but like comic book style. Interesting. It's really I love cool. Paper Man. Yeah, it's really really cool. I can't wait to see it. Um, and the whole idea there's like a there's like a little Easter egg kind of at the end of the trailer where like Miles is like a little kid. And he, but, but he's like, he's Spider-Man, like he's got the Spider-Man powers. Yeah. But there's a part at the end of the trailer where he's sitting in a subway station with a taller, presumably older guy also dressed as Spider-Man with kind of brown, a brown fuck. And Miles goes, so how many of us are there? <laughs> and it's like presumably Peter Parker on mass yeah. talking to him. And that's like where it cuts. Interesting. So it's like a world where there yeah, are people multiple People are loving Spider-Man. the Spider-Verse. Is it like, it's, I mean, yeah, ben, it's basically what's his name, like, and like Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, so you have, you have all stuff. the like Spider-Man that are already like in the normal universe, but then there's like British Spider-Man, Punk mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Noir Spider-Man, like what they did do a, it was a comic book series not too long ago. Um, but then the, there was a Spider-Man running game where you like dodged things. That's what really got people into it and stuff. Really? Yeah. But that's where uh, Spider Gwen was born out of. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, that'll be cool to see. Be. I know we got kind of sidetracked from our review segment there, but um, definitely check out uh, that trailer, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Not the most original title, but yeah, whatever. Um. But uh, I don't know. Thinking on some of the other movies I've seen uh, since we've talked, um, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Highly recommend that one to anybody. So when uh you sent me your notes, I didn't know that was a movie. Yeah. And I was like, huh, wonder what that's about. Like, I was expecting you to be like. Uh, it's a fake movie. Just, just like kidding. a straight like. No, like literally three billboards outside of. <laughs> like, you will not believe what they put on a billboard for this movie. <laughs> uh, You would probably like that one, Dan. I think it's. I think it might be my favorite movie of the year uh, really? up to this point. I have to think about it because honestly. Bold statement. Because honestly, I probably, I think earlier this year, I was keeping tabs on what my favorite movies of the year were, and at this point, I don't remember. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. So I'll have to, I'll have to look at my letterbox and figure out where I stand with, you know, my favorite movies of this year. Um, if it's not my favorite, it's definitely at least top three. Um, yeah, it's kind of like it's, it's, uh, it was done by the guy who made uh, the movie In Bruges. He did In Bruges, which is a, which is one of my all time favorites, and uh, Seven Psychopaths. Um, Didn't see that. So, but it's, but Three Billboards is kind of done like a Coen Brothers uh, style. It's not a Coen <laughs> Brothers movie, but um, it's kind of got that same sense of like, you know, down home, yeah. dark humor. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah, like Francis McDormand plays a, uh, <clears throat> um, the mother of a teenage girl who was presumably uh, raped and killed. Okay. And so uh, the police department is doing nothing about it, really. I mean, well. Um, this is all kind of pretense that happens like before the film takes place and then throughout things happen. But, um, at the beginning of the movie, she buys billboard space. Okay. And so she sets, she sets up these three, she takes space out on these three billboards and essentially calls out the local police chief for not doing anything about it. Um, 
or not doing enough, I should say. Yeah. Not not that they didn't do anything, but just that they didn't do enough. Um and so the whole movie is about the repercussions of that and yeah. you know, interesting. Reopening the, you know, wounds. The wounds and all that. So, um just brilliantly acted by not just Francis uh, McDormand, but uh Woody Harrelson's great in it. Sam Rockwell's awesome in it. Uh, Peter Dinklage, uh, I forgot, was somehow involved in that. He plays a supporting <laughs> character that's just like, he's like the, the, the neighborhood. They literally refer to him as like the, the town dwarf. Yeah. And so like, he like repeatedly tries to get in Francis McDormand's pants. They go on a date at one point. Nice. It's pretty funny. Classic. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I had, it's a serious movie, but it's also very funny and, um, it's just a great, great story. And so I would recommend that to just about anybody. Uh, Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I don't know how many places it's still playing. I think Cincinnati had it for. I think it might still be out in a few places. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But it's been playing for like two, three weeks. Three weeks, I think. Um, so, if you got Movie Pass or if you got time, definitely worth checking out. Um, last one I think I could throw out off the top of my head I would have seen uh, and haven't talked about is probably the Florida Project. Which has been like getting that? a lot of buzz. Um, did I like it? <laughs> it, hmm. I did not like the ending. Okay. I, and I don't think, kind of like, uh, some of the movies that came out around for Oscar time last year, I don't think it deserves all of the universal praise it's been getting. Yeah. Not that it's not good. I just don't, I mean, there's just not much there. It's just. That's a lot of my problems with um, what you'd refer to as Oscar bait movies. Yeah. It's like, like all these people just love it. And then you have like the common folk. Right. Who like love it because they're told they're supposed to love it. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, so like with Florida Project, I mean, uh, it's, it's a movie. It shares a lot of DNA with Moonlight in the sense that it's about a segment of you know, people in the real world that you, that we don't always have shine a light on. Yeah. Um, so it deserves attention, I guess, for that. And in hindsight, I've gone back and revisited Moonlight a handful of times and I, I believe Moonlight is genuinely a good film. I wasn't sold on it when I first saw it, but, um, having given it a couple of other chances, I've, I've come to enjoy that movie way more. Uh, and, flip that for la la land i've come to not enjoy la la land at all um <laughs> yep so with florida project i don't know i don't i don't think that there's quite as much drama there as people think there is interesting i know that it's, i saw it on a streaming service really a while ago not like watched it but saw it and like read the um on streaming already not a uh, common streaming okay, thing. Okay, okay. But uh, it probably is common, yeah, but... Whatever. Not Netflix or Hulu. Um, and the little blurb definitely intrigued me. I just never got around to watching it. Yeah, and, uh, like Willem Dafoe is in it. He's really the only recognizable name. Uh, everybody else, I, I think everybody else in it is like a local actor. Um, and it's, you know, it's about uh, basically the you know, people that live in kind of the shitty knockoff motels outside the theme parks in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Um, so like the place that they live in is called the magic castle. And there's actually a scene where they have, where like this young newly married couple (laughs) come in and like the guy is like, Oh, I had my friend set this up and we're supposed to be staying in the magic kingdom. We're supposed to be, it's our honeymoon. We're supposed to be staying at Cinderella's castle. Yeah. And like, well, this is the magic castle. They're like, no, no. And so, like, there's some confusion. It's like, yeah. the guy actually did book them at the shitty motel thinking it was the Disneyland. Oh, and so, there's a whole thing with that, and I thought that was great. And Willem Dafoe is awesome in it. Um, he plays, like, the manager of the of the hotel. Yeah. Um, and it's essentially, like, a modern-day uh, Little Rascals in a lot of ways. It's like the main girl's really uh, um, sort of uh, – she's a little girl, but she's she likes to get into mischief, and she's got a lot of friends that they like to goof around and mess with people. So there's a lot of funny parts in it, um, but there's also a lot of really kind of, you know, intense, uh, I don't really need to be seeing this kind of drama. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, you know, it's not, 
really very, I don't think it's very cinematic. I think that's the problem is that it doesn't quite lend itself to a movie. Yeah. It's not that it's not an important story and it's not that these kind of people don't like, deserve to have their stories told. Does it come off as like someone wanted to make a documentary, but kind it of. was just easier to make a movie? Kind of. Uh, a little rough. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I just didn't get as much out of it as I expected to or based yeah. on what I'd heard. Huh. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I've, I'm debating. I might give that another shot down the line when it hits. Like it'll probably be on Amazon Prime at some point. Um, but yeah, I know that that's been getting another one that's been getting a lot of, uh, um, attention for awards recognition. So I don't know. Uh, not that it, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie necessarily. I just don't think it's deserving of all of the massive amounts of praise it's gotten. Yeah. Um, Again, like I said, it was, it was like pretty good. And then the ending just totally lost me. Uh, so just beware if you yeah, end up buying into the hype around try. the Florida project. Um, Dark Knight syndrome. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'm sure I'm forgetting, uh, like, you know, I'm sure I've seen other things. We were just looking at freaking, uh, Letterboxd. Yeah. Disaster Artist, Darkest Hour. Three billboards. No, I think that's it. And pretty much some other stuff I've caught on VOD, like Better Watch Out and Leatherface, um, Sorcerer, Man, which is a really old Leatherface. Movie. Too bad Frankie's not here. He uh, <laughs> went to the gas station where they filmed um, Texas Chainsaw Mask. Did he really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's now a, a barbecue place. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. No, yes, it, it isn't. Is. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's so cool. I think the slogan said, like, sawing up great pork or something oh, like that. Oh, my God. Of course yeah. it did. But yeah, I guess, That's just cruel. I guess the story behind it is, like, some guy bought it, and, like, half of it's, like, a museum to, like, that yeah. era. Yeah. Like, Michael Myers, Jason, um, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, obviously. <laughs> but then the other half's a barbecue place. Oh, my God. Who would eat? I mean. Frankie. <laughs> did he eat there? Yep. Oh, my goodness. I hope they served him real people. Me too. Because he deserved that for going there. Could all use a person. <laughs> um, the last thing I was gonna I was gonna sort of mention, and I doubt we have time to go through all of this. Uh, I think that there are uh, the Golden Globe Award nominations just came out. Interesting. Uh oh, and literally on the timeline, one thing that I forgot to talk about that we should talk about. Uh, there was a new Ready Player One trailer. Yeah. I- did not watch it, but I did see it got one. A lot more uh, Easter eggs. Yeah. Including uh, Tracer from Overwatch and uh, some Street Fighter characters, and I think Chucky is in it, and uh, the original Gundam uh, mech. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember what it's called. I don't know. A lot Gundam of people were nerding well. out on Reddit over that. Uh, um, just, you know, another one that looks absolutely great. Uh, it's going to be just awesome. Uh, who knows how they're going to pay for, that's one thing. I don't know how they're going to, where the, you know, royalties and licensing money is going to go. I imagine that's the bulk of the budget is like, yeah, they're going to pay everybody and anybody for the rights to their characters. Yeah. I cannot believe that's ever like. That just hurts my head because I know how much licensing costs for, like, some things. And they have literally everything. Like, anything that people love in terms of, like, fan culture is in this movie. Yeah. I think that's what concerns a lot of people, too, is that it's it's basically just going to be a giant Easter egg. Like, it's just, like, you're not going to want to pay attention to the story. It's just going to be, like... Oh my god! And like when it comes out on Blu-ray, you're gonna buy it, and it's you're gonna pause every single frame to catch every little thing. Everybody yep. who's in it. Uh, so who knows? I'm excited just because I think it'll be cool and interesting and different. It's a cool concept. I know Frank. Yeah, very cool. Really likes it. So yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, Golden Globe nominations came out. Um, I think the Critics Choice Award nominations came out. Um, I've been seeing a lot of love for Get Out, which is amazing. That is good news. Um, across a lot of categories too. I think Daniel Kaluuya was nominated for Best Actor in a, uh, 
I don't remember. I think that was a Critics' Choice thing. He was up for uh, yeah. Best Actor in whatever category that is. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the new year so yeah. I can watch that movie. Um, then I'm like, do I want to watch it super early in the year and have to wait so long? The uh, Get Out? Yeah. Oh, here it is. He's up for a Golden Globe. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Yeah, so they decided to nominate it as a comedy, kind of like they did with The Martian hmm. two years ago, so that yeah. it would have a better chance of getting in. Not, I mean, it's fu- it's got funny parts, but <laughs> yeah. it's not a comedy. It's uh, not. So the just because I've I've got these open, these are the Golden Globe, uh, a couple of the Golden Globe categories: Best Motion Picture Drama, Call Me by Your Name, Dunkirk, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Nice. Uh, yeah. So Dunkirk's great. Three Billboards is great, and then the other three I uh, are very high on my must see list. Yeah, I'm excited for Shape of Water. Yeah, me too. And then uh, everything I've heard about The Post is awesome. And then uh, likewise with Call Me by Your Name. So. Um, and then best picture musical or comedy, we have the disaster artist, get out the greatest showman, I, Tanya and lady bird. Um, I want to see greatest showman. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a buddy today. Like, uh, obviously not at all representative of PT Barnum's actual life. <laughs> PT Barnum was a jackass in real yes, life. He was. Um, um, and so this looks looks like a highly stylized Legends musical Legends of Tomorrow version. did a P.T. Barnum episode. Did they really? It was pretty pretty accurate. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was a very good one. Um, so, but yeah, Hugh Jackman's playing P.T. Barnum in that. So who knows? Uh, um, I Tanya looks great. Uh, there's a trailer yeah. out for that. So the story of Tanya Harding and uh, the controversy with her, her, you know, beating up Nancy Kerrigan. Yep. At the Olympics or whatever. Um, I mean, Get Out obviously is great. The Disaster Artist is great, and Lady Bird's been getting a lot of praise. I saw it uh, about a month ago. Um, another one that was really, really, really good. Um, kind of hit a little too close for home to for a little too close to home for me personally to like be like, man, that's the greatest movie ever. Yeah. Um, but again, very, very good. Um, and another one I would recommend. Um. And then you get into your here's your acting awards. Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread. Tom Hanks for The Post. Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour. And Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Hmm. Um, best Actress, Jessica Chastain for Molly's Game. Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water. Frances McDormand for Three Billboards. Meryl Streep for The Post. And Michelle Williams for All the Money in the World. All the Money in the World is... Uh, <clears throat> The movie that uh, Ridley Scott decided to ev- edit Kevin Spacey out of <laughs> and reshot everything oh, yeah. with yeah. Christopher Plummer. Um, and I saw the trailer for that ahead of The Disaster yeah. Artist last week. I don't know how they didn't reshoot the entire movie. Really? Like, there, there are scenes in the trailer with him sharing screen time with other people. Like, <laughs> like with Mark Wahlberg and like yeah. Michelle Williams and other people that are in the movie. Like... Or maybe maybe they did. Maybe they got everybody back for <laughs> however long it took to get those scenes in. I mean, I mean that's I'm, like such a. I'm I'm interested to see the movie for that alone, just to see how they work Christopher Plummer in. Such a brutal smack in the face. Oh my god! Like it's like well, at least everything else that's been filmed, I'll still get paid for. And he's like, eh, no, you're not. Shit, yeah. really, Scott? Like people have talked about him this year. Like that's a guy who is. Known for making a lot of people's fa- favorite movies of all time. Like, he did the original Alien, uh, Gladiator. Um, I think he did, uh, what else was he on? Kingdom of Heaven. Uh, he's done the recent Alien movies. Yeah. Um, The Martian. Um, it's like people know this guy and they know his movies and he's made good movies. He's made some yeah. bad movies too. Um, but he's a guy who's almost in his 80s. Who's never stopped working and who consistently puts out stuff that you're gonna want to see. Yep. Um, and then like a lot of people were like, "This guy is the balls on this dude." <laughs> they were a month away from release. Yep. And they're like, and he's like, "No, I'm gonna go reshoot this entire thing with a different actor." Just I, on top of like all the other stuff he's got in the pipeline, yeah. either as a director and he produces a ton of stuff. Um. So yeah, just. Low key, a lot of people have a lot of respect for 
oh, you know, yeah. this guy good, good for better and worse. Um, that's a guy you can't help but admire. Like he may, he maybe doesn't always have a lot of like distinct, like there are guys who are like you, people could talk about being auteurs. Like Martin Scorsese has a lot of things about his films that, you know, there's a distinct language to his movies. Yeah. Um, that you can understand. Ridley Scott, it's not quite as overt. He makes a lot of very commercial, commercially friendly. Yeah. You know, easily digestible stuff. But it's always, you know. Good. Generally. I mean, it's like the production value is always great and, you know, he always puts a lot into it. And, yeah. Um, you know, he's just a, he's a great director, even when his movies don't always turn out that great. Um, so. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. There's a lot more on this list. I think it's uh, more than we have time for. Just, uh, I'm, it's on my Twitter, uh, at the real Benny C. Um, just keep an eye out for Golden Globe news and, um, what else did I say? Critics choice. Yep. Um, you know, you know the drill. A lot of these movies are going to wind up kind of being nominated for just about everything. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, Another year, I wouldn't count on seeing a whole lot of shockers come, you know, when the Oscar nominations eventually come out, like in late January yeah. or whenever. Um, so yeah, just keep watching, keep watching, keep, keep talking, watching. keep listening. Um, one last quick announcement before we go. Uh, I am, uh, I will be returning to the Sundance Film Festival. All right. Uh, in January 2018, I will be working as a volunteer at the, um, the library, the Park City Library Theater. Um, I picked, I picked a position there, uh, for, uh, because I, it was my favorite theater that I saw movies at while I was, yeah. while I was there, um, as a, as an attendee last time. Maybe I'll get lucky and you'll get to see Moose Jaw. I don't think it's going to be there. They released the lineup of movies that are going to be there and I don't think it'll be there. I don't know if he's going to make Moose Jaw. <laughs> yeah. God, I wish he would. Um, but yeah, uh, I kind of wish you, you and Frankie were coming with me because just the potential for Facebook lives and yeah, you know, live podcasts cool. and stuff. I'm going to try to get a, like a blue, friend. like a snowball blue friend. I'm going to get like a microphone okay. to take with me and hopefully plug in when I've got time. I think I have to work. I'm going to be there for like 13 days and, okay. uh, I think I have to work 80 hours That's in awesome. that time. So I don't know how much time I'm going to have to actually yeah. get to watch stuff um might get to poke my head in for some things but like hopefully i'll you know in the downtime i'll be able to position myself places where i can grab yeah. people and it'd be cool to be like hey can you come got anything to say Real Tell me about your life. um and then hopefully i gotta figure out before i go i gotta get my uh, wordpress blog up and going again because i tried to get in there um a couple of weeks ago to write a review of something yeah um and I couldn't do it. Like the editor on my WordPress was like locked and I couldn't edit like any of the, Weird. like I couldn't type into this, into the boxes. So, um, shit's going off. Um, so yeah, uh, that'll be really exciting. I'm really excited cool. to go. What week's that? Uh, weeks, I guess. Month. Um, check the calendar here. January. January 16th nice. through the 22nd. Not bad. I think I leave the 16th and I come back. Nope, that's a lie. Um, through the 29th. Okay. The 16th through the 29th. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I hate, you know, taking the time off work but here, but, um, it's a, it's an awesome opportunity. So, yeah. Um, might be able to meet Annie Kendrick. I hope so. Uh, she was at, well, I was upset because the last Sundance I was at, she was there with the Hollers. Yeah. And, uh, but they weren't premiering until after my group was leaving. Oh. So I didn't get a chance to see her. John Krasinski was there, like the whole festival. Yeah. But, uh, that's a movie I need to see too. Did you watch that? The Hollers? Yes. It's a great one. Yeah. That's what I heard. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. So that's it for now. Um, I doubt we're totally caught up, but uh, every, all, every with, day there's a new scandal. I know. Yeah. With all the stuff that's come out, uh, not just, you know, we've <laughs> talked about, we've talked about a lot, but I, you know, so I'm sure I'm forgetting things. Filmmaker so. friend of mine, um, he was joking about making a movie where you just get all these like guys that have been accused of this stuff, like Kevin Spacey and you make them play themselves 
<laughs> and it's like the movie starts the day that it all comes out. Oh man. So like they don't get to re reenact all the quote unquote fun stuff for them. <sighs> but it's just like their their reaction, their people, like after it went off. And they were joking about like see uh Sorsese just being like Yeah. Yeah, I'd pay to see the shit out of that. Yeah, it happened. Kevin Spacey, so? Kevin Spacey in a movie about his downfall, directed by Martin Scorsese. Yep. Are you kidding? It'd make yeah. a billion dollars. Oh yeah. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. 